Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Anime Watch Club, a bi-weekly group discussion and review where the hosts of the What You Say Anime podcast nominate and vote on shows either we haven't seen or shows that hopefully lead to a great discussion. On today's episode, the short kings of the What Do You Say Anime podcast will be reviewing the 2023 anime, The Dangers in My Heart. Let's meet today's lovely complexes. First up, he takes the danger in his heart and turns it into interpretive dance and slam poetry. We got Jay. Jay, how's it going? Oh, going pretty well. Um, you know, um, getting cold up here. And the show was actually somewhat cozy to watch over the cold weekend. I was getting over a bit of illness, and this didn't make me even more sick. So I appreciate that. I was kind of expecting the opposite of that. Yeah, me too. So I'm, I'm glad we got to bundle up and get warm with this show. Next up, the danger in his heart is high cholesterol. We got Cat. Cat, how's it going? <laughs> I'm not fat. What do you mean? <laughs> Tell that to our uh, audio only listeners. Um, I am. I just did. I um. I am doing great. I am cold. It is cold in my house currently. I'm bundled up in a blanket, but yeah, I'm doing great. Hope everybody's staying warm. Our first and only moderator of the night. The danger in his heart is the poor battery life on his pacemaker. We got Miles. Miles, how's it going? I have a heart condition. Um, I, <laughs> it is going <laughs> very well. Um, I think technically the show might have made me sick, but I enjoyed it nonetheless. It was too sweet for him. Yeah, so uh, we watched uh, Dangers of My Heart, uh, a spring 2023 anime by some studios. That's the studio guy. I don't remember what it is. Um, so that's what you come here for. Um, so I guess we're just going to go around and get everyone's first impressions. I know this is a show that's first few episodes in some ways are pretty different than the remaining episodes. So we'll start with you, Kat. Kat, what were your first thoughts of watching this anime? My first thoughts of watching this anime was it reminded me of watching, uh, Love Chinambio and Other Delusions. And... I dropped Love Chinebio and Other Delusions after five episodes because I couldn't get past it. Sure, the animation's great, but I hate the way that they feel. And it's partially because I feel like a lot of people have felt the same way as the main character in Love Chinebio and Other Delusions, and they don't like to be reminded of that. Japan seems to like to do that. And they did that at the beginning of the show, which is why I fucking hated it. <laughs> I I genuinely detested the first few episodes. Uh just cuz like I I was just glad that I that while I was watching it I had something else to to stimulate my mind because if I didn't I may not have made it today. Okay. Um and would you recommend it? Oh. Yeah, I will recommend it. Okay, great. Sounds wonderful. <laughs> um, <laughs> And Jay, what about your initial thoughts? So, yeah, I kind of agree with Kat in some sense. I had heard about the first few episodes of this show back when it was a seasonal, which was, I think, what, just like a season two or two seasons ago? ago? Two seasons ago, yeah. I could tell that there was a certain type of person who would really enjoy this based on kind of the discourse around it online in general, and a certain type of person who would not really like it and i'm not really either of those people so i was a bit curious about it uh so a bit nervously i went into this and it ended up being a lot better than i thought it was i didn't really find the main character uh kiyotaro that cringe honestly like 
he has his like little serial kill not serial killer but just like killer bit at the start but like honestly who among us hasn't had like you know a flash of like oh man like when we're younger especially and not as emotionally stable who hasn't had a flash of like oh man i could just wring this person's neck or something i will say that's a little different than what he was doing um no the like the the part where he's like you know i want to kill this girl more than anyone that that was definitely a bit odd and it's kind of weird how the show kind of like at the start it wants you to look past it because he does these like nice things every now and then for her right and then spoiler alert it just kind of goes away and it's just not a thing after like the fourth episode so i guess that that kind of made me lessen on the cringeness of it a bit like thinking about the fact that it was just a thing in the third like the first three episodes and then just disappears it allowed me to retroactively not have as much cringe about it i guess so yeah yeah. i i generally agree with that i think and i even got this impression i guess from the beginning i feel like there are sometimes authors or writers or whatever go like a little ham on their concepts and you just sort of have to like in your head do the mental math or not you don't have to right but like you can to say like they didn't want him to come off as like an actual murderer. Like, I don't think that was the intent. I think the intent was for him to just supposed to be like sort of edgy and like a loner and everything. And that was like Mm -hmm. written poorly. Um, And then I understand in the manga, it's like the first five chapters or so that, that takes place. in. so it's not like a huge amount of time, but it is enough time to where like, people would be turned off. Like, if people were going to be turned off by it, they would probably stop reading in the first five chapters. Yeah. I I mean, I I would recommend this. I would say that, like, I mean, he thinks very uh, dangerous thoughts um, (laughs) at at, at the beginning. And, like, there's a lot of hints, in my opinion, that it's not, like, real thoughts that he has, but, like, it's still there and and pretty weird. Um. So I'm going to say, let's jump into it. and Or uh, I can give my first impression. Fuck! (laughs) Fuck! God. Dang. Turns out we did need that. (laughs) Not only that, Miles, you didn't give your first impressions either. (laughs) I I did. I thought Jay was last, and so I piggybacked off of that, said what I thought, and then tried to go. It's all good. I'm going to die. Not yet, Okay. Yeah, I'll wait until the episode's done. Okay? Thanks, man. <laughs> and Pete, what are your yeah, first impressions? <laughs> um, so my it's the my first impressions are like a tale of two cities here. So I think coming into this with and not the actual literary thing, um, knowing ahead of time that the first couple episodes were going to be very odd, really put people off helped me a lot because i knew that it was going to get better over time and it did if i was watching this blind during the season i think i would have dropped it midway through episode two not only does the murders thing but it does like a lot of the younger adolescent horny boy stuff that i'm not like the biggest fan of it's different than like fan service where there's like did you see the g cups on her it's just like yeah dude we all saw the g cups on her like it's one of those things where they just like press that issue and press that 
like idea like over and over again they did that in episode two and i was just like oh my god like we know and so that kind of drove me crazy but i would recommend this show because i do think it got significantly better over time and really makes me happy to see that it's getting a second season and yeah so that that's my first impression okay great yeah so i guess with that being said let's let's jump into the first few episodes and I guess I want like everyone's opinion on the murderous intent that Ichikawa has at the beginning. How much did that affect your enjoyment of the show? Um, do you think that was written well, even if you're not like the biggest fan of it or not, you know, because that's the thing that I've been thinking of, um, you know, so uh, Jay, you want to start us off? Yeah, honestly, Pete put it really well. I think like, I think if I was watching this, during the season that it aired, I probably would have dropped it due to the like first couple episodes. But like knowing from people like or rather hearing from people whose opinions I trust on like romance anime and stuff that like it turns around a lot, seeing that the score from it on basically every rating platform turned around quite a bit, that kind of like, you know, lubricated it, so to say, for me. Like made it easier for me to kind of, like, just slide in there. <laughs> like, <laughs> is, is that the best turn of phrase? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. <sighs> I don't think so. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> I love it. I guess, for me, when I watch, like, these style of, like, shonen romances... Do like the they always do some like sort of tropey things in the beginning, and this is I do think this is sort of a let me say not tropey fan servicey thing where a lot of times it's like a sexual thing like a, a panty shot, uh, they walk in at the wrong time, and that's kind of like how they hook people, um, or the people that the, the target audience that they want, and then as the story progresses, they start showing more and more of the actual story. This I think kind of did the same thing where they wanted to like pull in like this chunibio middle school high school fan base with these like different edgy delusions that i think a lot of people who wear all black would really like and i think it did a good job at targeting that market but as a grown man it really put me off like this is the type of stuff i don't like seeing i don't think it's funny i don't think it's creative i don't think it does any service of purpose to the story itself because I think Jay mentioned it earlier, like it kind of just goes away and is never really addressed later on where like, all right, is this kid having like mental issues or something like that in his head? And they play that into the story, but it's just, no, he's just like an edgy middle school kid. And that's all it is. And I, I kind of got taken back a little bit from it, but I guess in general, it, this is the type of content I really don't like to see in my media. Another thing that I find interesting about Kiyotaro's character is that, like, he always has these, like, delusions that people are thinking that he's, like, super creepy and everything like that, but we never actually see anybody treat him that. We find out he has, like, he had, like, three really, or two really good friends in, like, uh, what was that, elementary school. school or whatever? Yeah. And, like, yeah. the reason why he doesn't have any friends is because he's kind of a shitty friend. Like, his friend's like, let's keep in touch. Like, we're going to different schools, but it's still nice to see you. And he's just like... Oh, these kids got into different schools than me. They're no longer my friends. Like, dude, you're the problem. Yeah, and like, 
even whenever he does something like launches his bike into the river in like the first couple episodes or whatever, like nobody says, oh, like, you know, that loner loser launched his bike. There's like, oh, yeah, Ichikawa flung his bike into the river or whatever. Like nobody really ever. Let's help him he, get it out. Yeah, they try yeah. to like everybody's pretty friendly to him. It doesn't seem like he's like bullied or anything. His sister doesn't. His sister wants to have like a good relationship with him. Like she teases him a bit, but not in like a, you know, bullying sort of like, I don't want to be seen with you. You're uncool sort of way. Like she tries to spend time with him. Like his mom and, well, I guess we don't really see his dad at all, but his mom, uh, like she doesn't seem to have any, like I, or she doesn't think that anything's wrong with him. Like she doesn't think he's creepy or anything like that. Like, it really is just all in his head. I think everybody else kind of sees him as, oh, he just has some weird interest, but he's not like, you know, he's not coming, bringing like a whatever to school. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I think there's like a, a few different ways that you see that, right? Like one, I think stuff that makes it sort of obvious is like all the interactions he has, you know, like the bike thing comes with it. The fact that uh, Moeko, the redheaded girl, like wants to study with him when he thinks him and y uh, Yamada are just like studying together. Like she's, and they don't seem ever really like put off by the fact that Yamada likes him or anything. Like, you know, you would think you would have that conversation if your friend liked the school shooter kid. Right. You know, I'm not really sure what they were trying to do, making him quite, cause I think the self-loathing stuff that he does is like super accurate, right? Like he failed in a way that he thinks is very important. And he shut down and that's like very common for middle schoolers to do, but I don't know where the murderous intent came from. Kat, did you have thoughts? Yeah. Uh, so I think because of a lot of the things you mentioned, maybe it's me doing mental, mental gymnastics, but I think because of the reasons that you've mentioned, I think it is written well because in a lot of the ways he's viewing himself as this, like as this person who everyone like kind of hates. And even though like a lot of people just don't really know him and they just kind of leave him alone, except for that one douchey kid that's trying to get with Anna. But um, the, the thing is that he, knows that he's kind of uh, a dick uh, a, a little bit. And because of that, he's putting a reason to it because of all the things that he's reading is like, he's taking all the things that he's, that he enjoys reading and then saying, Oh, I'm a killer. I'm, I'm angry. Like just getting into that delusion. And part, and part of it was that that delusion distorted him his view of the people around him more than most a uh more than most uh yamada because he really did like her maybe it was just because like she looked great and she was a model but he really did like her so his delusion was flipped on its head yeah i guess the only thing for me with that and i agree with a lot of what you said is that i wish he had an internal moment where he was like i've never really wanted to do any of the stuff i was just trying to do x y or z like it was just a coping mechanism for well, whatever i'm feeling you i know? think i think the reason why there wasn't that is because is because it literally just stopped like i think yeah, that was the um i think that was the moment where he was like i don't 
Because, like, we're in his head. This is a first-person story. And he, like, after, you know, they have more interaction and after they are getting closer in the first few episodes, he just kind of stops with that. And it's, and it's, to me, it's kind of obvious that that's a moment where he's going, hey, I, like, she's really nice and she's really cute and she's, like, she's got a great body and she's got a great personality. And I, I think that's more of them's showing and not telling, maybe not showing in a great way, but I, I think that that is what, it's what they're, they're going for, personally. Okay. Jay, you had some thoughts? Yeah, no, I agree with Kat that I think that, like, it makes it better written that the fact that he is so kind of delusional about it, I guess. Not delu- like delusional is a bit of a harsh word about it, but like a lot of the stuff is really just him projecting how he feels about himself onto others. And I think yeah. that that's something that a lot of people fall into. Like, hell, I've fallen into it a lot where, you know, you, you, something happens to you and you get away in your mind that you think about, like, it, you know, it involves other people. And you think, oh, these people did it for X and Y reasons. And it's like, no, you're actually just like being a little bit narcissistic in a way and thinking that you're more important than you are, that these people would like think this way about you. Like you're not even really like everybody's got their own things going on necessarily. I think that's kind of where he's at. I would really love if the second season kind of expands on this a little bit and has him maybe talk to her a bit about how he feels about himself like admit to her like you know i feel x y and z about myself because we kind of got a little bit about that when she found like you know his books and everything in his room but he 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 was pretty uh adverse to it at the time and, and tried to prevent that so i think that that would be a really nice place for that to go in the second season and honestly just get this kid some fucking therapy like he needs it jesus <laughs> That's a, yeah, yeah that, he does. He needs like some anxiety medication or something like that. And maybe that's like a really American way to look at it that like get this 13 year old boy some hormonal medication stat so he can, <laughs> we can get rid of his depression. It's, yeah, I don't know. As, a, as someone who probably help. put on anxiety medication when they were 13 because I thought people were trying to murder me, not the other way around, uh, it helped a lot. So It, it might <laughs> help the opposite, then you're right. Fair yeah. enough. In your defense, though, people were trying to kill you. Oh, God, don't say that. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> Everybody's John Wick, bro. They never stopped, Miles. <laughs> they never me. stopped, mainly because of Pete. <laughs> I guess I would because like I think we've all done it. We create like narratives and scenarios in our head, especially when we were younger, about how we thought people viewed us. Um, I, I think they did like a really good job at like seeing it through other people's eyes on how they view him, like Jay mentioned earlier. But like I really do wish we got to see Ichikawa sort of confront some of these problems that he had. And I do like this that would be great to see it in the second season. I I did think like the the psycho I don't know if it's if you guys watched the summer the dub, but um in the dub the when she when Yamato finds the books she mentions like oh this is psychology is this something that you're interested in and maybe we go down the lines a little bit like that I think that'd be really interesting to see like how he likes like maybe the reason why behind it behind like these thoughts is that he's intrigued 
with like the mindset of people because like i know for me I, I people have called me weird for this but like i think like cults are super interesting and like in college uh, when i take like a psychology class i took like the psychology of cults so i thought like that's super interesting but people also think that's weird but i'm like I, how like like how people's brains work in those situations I, to me is interesting. but I, I think just be really interested to see like diving into his mindset and addressing these issues that we saw in these episodes yeah I bet this is a cultural thing, but I would say, like, women love true crime. Yeah. So, like, it's probably... <laughs> yeah, but it's also... It's a red flag if a guy is too into true crime. Legitimately. It is a red flag, in my opinion. Double standard or not, I don't care. Let us know in the I comments. Also, <laughs> I also think that he needs to just, like, expand his horizons a bit and get into more stuff that isn't just murder. Because he seemed very happy reading that shoujo manga, actually. Yes, like, he oh, really absolutely. enjoyed it. So, like, why not just, bro, just expand your horizons? Like, because you have to curate it, your image when you're in middle school. Yeah, he's not you're the shoujo kid; he's the murder kid. He's your listening image to, is yeah, everything. He's kid, like, you I, gotta I do can't, it right. <laughs> I can't listen to like you know the pop music. I'm too busy listening to XXX Tentacion. Exactly. <laughs> That's like. You know what I mean? It was like, oh, I don't like pop music. I only listen to not pop music, like pot rock bands. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. I only I listen, listen to Blink One Eighty Two and that, Kelly. You know, speaking of pop rock, like pop punk, that reminds me that my favorite part of uh, his character design is when they show his POV and you have the hair fringe <laughs> the, in front the of the fucking hair. Yeah. It is fantastic. That was That's an amazing great. touch. Okay, so let's progress sort of the focus of these episodes and then let's talk about how we liked his relationship with Yamada um because I think all of us can agree she's like lovely like what a I think she's nice hard carrying this season <laughs> like um, no, like I think if she was like a, a normal less personality I think the show legit would be like a four or five I think well, I, I think she hard I liked carried. I think it would I liked him a fair amount later on I think he is pretty good. He has this very interesting dichotomy of being very aware of everyone else and yes. how they're interacting with each other and being super unaware of who he is as a person. And yeah. I thought that was neat. He's, um, he's a bad Hachiman. Let me... Yeah. Do you guys think that Yamato's character is a bit in the like school of like Marin Kitagawa, like shonen romance type protags because i feel like like obviously she's not as blatantly like you know trying to appeal to like nerds as like marin mm -hmm. is with with like the arrow games and like the cosplay and everything but i feel like yamada's like approachability in that you know she's a model but she still eats like like a 300 pound american uh and, and she's very that. like cute and everything like i think that she has that same like like she's meant to be super approachable. Like yeah. I think that's and that's why she kind of carries the show so hard in the same way that like Marin, you know, Marin carried the show for that that as well. Like Gojo developed in, into himself, but people came for Marin and pretty much stayed for Marin as well. And I think that it's a similar idea in this show, honestly. But Kiyotaro does have like really good character development towards the end of my Yamada feels like very girl next door, but also she's a model to me and like her yeah. sort of archetype. Yeah. I yeah. think that, that that's a good way to describe it. Like 
I think that honestly, her being a model, it just didn't really seem to matter at all, apart from like the magazine thing and the one TV part. I guess for for Yamada in general, I I liked how they sort of did like this mix of like, yes, she is approachable, and then sort of kind of having the situations that you would think like a person like her status would get put into. Like when she was trying to play off, I think it was like episode four, three, four, five, that area where she's like playing off, like the guy talking to her, like, Oh, do you have a line? It's like, Oh no. Like I don't really use that stuff. And like, he's not getting the message across. And like, <laughs> she's like trying to be nice and denying him, but like, he just keeps pushing. Oh, this is the, I think this is the bike episode. It and I like, got yeah. to the breaking point where like, he's like, how do you not get the clue, bro? Like, please get the clue. I think stuff like that was like a nice touch to her character because then the next scene, it's like, okay, she's eating candy out of her pocket and being a glutton or something like that. I was like, those types of things with her character, it's not much, but I think like the standards are so low where if you do something like that, it really intrigues me in, in her character and throughout the entire story. I honestly... Yeah. It, when we do best girl for like 2023, I think she's like a top 10 best girl from this year. I, I That's fair. loved her. I think she hard cared. I would just like to, she was, her personality and everything was great, but I think it was a bit surface level at the moment. The surface level was very good. Don't get me wrong, but I would love to see more of her like inner monologue fleshed out a bit. Like you know I would what? love yeah. to know more about her. You know what I would love to see? is in one of the episodes we saw the parent teacher thing and like her mother is like very strict and like sit up straight all this stuff but then she talks about her mom when she isn't in the scene about how oh my mom's not like that oh my mom at home she's more like hair down fun type person i want to see if that's actually like addressed if her mom is actually like that because like i get the feeling like her mom isn't actually like that and that's how she perceives her mom and the story i thought that was like a kind of an interesting yeah. contrast i imagine yeah. she's probably like a showbiz child or that's what it seems way, like right yeah. you know who she has a lot of parallels with is my from bunny girl yep yeah um in hmm. sort of like you have that same mother dynamic potentially they're both sort of actor children or whatever um they're both much better than the people they're dating you know just they're all of that so but yeah i don't know i thought it's interesting, Jay, because one thing I kind of liked about this was how maybe surface level isn't the right word, but like low stakes everything was. I feel like a lot of these shows, when you're coming up with a tragic backstory for like the main characters, you have like in, in the way that the author went extra on making him want to murder her as opposed to just being edgy. I feel like the author went not very extra and I liked this about why he was sad and stuff because it was about not getting into a school and not fitting in like he like belongs and that's like you know it wasn't something super that's reasonable yeah yeah you know what i mean it wasn't like oh he got bullied to some amount that would have been on national news or something yeah i don't yeah. i don't necessarily want there to be like drama or anything i would just like to know like what is yamada like thinking you know on the at the average moment because like, it's easy to see how she feels about things through her actions, but when she's, like, not doing, like, something, when she's just kind of talking a lot of the time, mm. it can be a little bit difficult to see, like, where she's trying to go with the conversation compared to Kiyotaro, who has a very 
involved monologue at all times like when they're having conversations and stuff like that true i do yeah. think that's probably a choice a bit because we're supposed to like because kiyotaro is a dumbass He's, right yeah oh, like absolutely. like he this girl is throwing herself at him and it takes him forever to pick up on it and so i wonder if some of that is like intentional like because you you see her doing this things where you're not quite sure what she's thinking but you can sort of divine it but like that might be intentional. I don't know. So maybe as they start dating, like more officially, we'll get your inner monologue. Cause I think that'll be more interesting once they get a better sense of each other. If that yeah. makes sense. It'd be yeah. cool to get it as like a one episode thing in the next season or something. Like, I just have like oh my a God. POV episode. That's a her, trope. I love. It would be cool <laughs> if it was from her perspective, literally first person to where we're like looking down at Kiyotaro from the clouds. At <laughs> oh, that'd <times>. be great. <laughs> But like, I don't know, to me, and I, did anyone feel like the, the size difference made me uncomfortable? I, I don't know why. I did. It, it, it just that's did. Just how gr- that's how w- girls be at that age, though. Like men, they get their growth spurts like before men. And she's also a model. So she's just like taller net. Like yeah. she's like a Tyra Banks type, you know? Like, I, yeah. I, I understand where you're coming from, especially because like they did do a lot of jokes about like him being directly chest level with her. Yeah, like, there's there a was, lot of that point of view. Of that. <laughs> um, but that, that honestly is how that's just how it is. Like I made the joke in the uh, anime club channel on our discord, which by the way, guys, if you want to join us in discussing what we're watching, you can join us over on discord at the, what do you say? Anime discord. Sick server. plug Pat. I, no, I was going to make that exact joke. <laughs> But uh, I made I made the joke in the anime club channel that like I put po- I posted Ned's declassified with uh, Ned and Moe's, but that's what it is. But like that shit's realistic. Like I when I was in like that age, I dated girls who were taller than me because I just hit my growth spurt kind of late compared to other people. I guess I watched Lovely Complex, and I'm used to. I, I just say used to, but I've already seen a show about a tall girl and a short king, and. I I liked it a lot. I like that dynamic. If anything, I wish we had more of this dynamic in the I, anime yeah, manga. I agree, actually. Yeah. I agree. Especially middle school, you know, like Jay said, you know, girls go through puberty two years earlier than dudes. So there's a lot of times I, I was telling this to cat. I went to in in fifth grade, we had a girl in our class who was six feet tall. <laughs> That's tall. She was whenever. Yeah, she was yeah, no no for sure. But in fifth grade, she was six feet tall. So like I, I don't know, it just and I thought she was cool. So like I thought it was cool that like well yeah I, I you know, six, so I I guess you know, like the girl I liked in middle school also was taller than me for the first two years of middle school. I was gonna um, say that that was Caitlin Clark. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, I was gonna ask if she went to UConn, but I decided not to. Nice. Um, but like. I, I don't know. I get it's not just the height that I don't know. And, and you're not wrong that that's like an actual like real like because like in middle school, you have people who look be looking like, you know, high schoolers and the people who look like they're in elementary school. Right? That's just how it works. LeBron but I don't James know. had a receding hairline when he was a junior in high school. Like people just yeah. look like that. Uh, maybe it's something I just need to work through, but it, it made me stuff. feel weird when I saw them like hugging and stuff. I don't know. I'll, I'll I almost say sometimes being a little smooth is great. That's all I'll say. I, 
No, I'm a little spoon almost that. all the time. I, hey, I'm, exactly. so I'm so jealous of Jay. <laughs> no, can't Jay's, do it. Jay's living my dream. Yeah. We might be like telling on myself too much here, but like I can't let people initiate contact with me. Like I hate it. I, oh, I need to be the contact. That's true. Initiated. When I tried well, yeah, to hug you, like, you kicked me in the nuts. <laughs> but yeah but i'm usually the one who initiates it like i literally am just like assume the position and then i just lay just on like the back into it <laughs> yeah okay worm worm over to the side of the bed yeah literally. All right. okay well holy <laughs> heck that was a tangent um so yeah I, I guess like getting back to the main thing though I, I i liked their relationship i thought they had a good dynamic i thought like even one of the early tells that kyo wasn't gonna like actually be a murderer is he's like stalking her in the library to like that. murder her and then he's like oh she's making her poster bad why is like because if you really wanted to kill someone you wouldn't be like oh i care that they're gonna get a bad grade on their history poster like that at least in my head, if I'm trying to imagine killing someone, like, right, that wouldn't be a factor. So, I don't know. The rapper callback, like, when she gives them the empty rapper, and then at the end, when she does that, I thought that was fun. That was cute. Um, yeah. I liked all of the ways that she was like, I like you, and he was like, in his head, just never assumed that would be the case, but, like, slowly over time, realizes it. I don't know. Did you guys like the relationship? Did you, yeah. what aspects of it did you like, etc.? Yeah, so I liked the relationship in that um, with Yamada, it, it, like, there wasn't too much just randomly added drama. Like, there, it didn't feel like, you know, they did this thing where, um, oh, I know that, that and, and this is coming off of the thing where they, could have easily done it where uh they're like oh she's on she's only using me so that i can be a shield for him and it it could have gone on for much longer than that it could have gone on to the next episode and just been a situation where they where they were just so separated and they feel so bad and then they just come back together like magnets and i'm glad that they didn't do that because every time you do that it's just so it takes the wind out of the sails of the show it takes the wind out of the sails for me personally and like i've dropped like three other shows that have done that. So I was actually kind of worried when they did the fact that like using that as an example, though there are other examples where like there were more, there was more drama that could have been added and they decided not to. The other thing is like in episode 11, when, uh, when the dude ends up going to ends up basically getting abducted to go to, um, go to a restaurant and he refuses to give him, uh, Yamada's line. That's a great, like, that's a great example of like how, how precious she's become to him and how, how much he is, he's decided to be selfish for her. Yep. And I just, that that's that is an example of why I really enjoy this dynamic and I really enjoy their relationship. The 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 dialogue between the two is one of the things that I really liked where Ichikawa would just sometimes say like the most suave shit without realizing it. My favorite scene in the entire show is when they get when they change desk and he's 
um, his vision's getting blocked by Yamada, and she gets jealous that he's, like, sharing a textbook, and his response was, like, you're the only thing that I see in class. <laughs> it's like, and she's just like so flustered and blush. It's like, oh my God, he thinks of me that way when realistically he just, he can't see the blackboard. I thought stuff <laughs> like that was so genius. And it's yeah. sort of the thing where it's like 10 seconds later, he's like, oh shit. Like, did I just say that? Cause I, I don't know. It's happened like twice in my life, but I've definitely said some swab shit without realizing it. And then like down the road realizing it's like, oh man, that was actually dope. So <laughs> I, I really liked because I think he did it a few times where he's just like saying like really nice, considerable things, but like it's all subconscious. Like he's not overthinking it. And then after the impact lands, it's like, uh, uh, like any middle schooler would when he likes a girl or something like that. I love that dynamic between them. Yeah, I really enjoyed it too. I'm just going to echo what you guys said. I think that uh, Yamada and Kyotaro are two of the more likable shonen protagonists or shonen romance protagonists in recent memory. Um, I'm just super excited to watch the second season of this. I like that. We're I think we're kind of past the uh, whole like you know dangers in my heart aspect with yep. like the serial killer stuff. Like obviously, like from a, a plot structure standpoint we move past it relatively quickly but from like a in-story perspective we kind of ended on it with him realizing that that was like a a you know exterior armor sort of deal that he put up to keep people away and he realized that he doesn't need that if he has her so i'm really enjoying that i think that we're going to get more of those like cute kind of date moments that we got in the next season and like i said i would really love to know a little bit more about yamato because i think we we got a lot of great character development kyotaro and i would like to see her character develop a bit as well even though she's already a a really solid character Mm -hmm. yeah i think what one moment that made me laugh because it was just so relatable was i think it's like the second to last of the last episode Um, where they're at the festival and she comes over when he's with his family and he just screams he's just (laughs) because he's just so flustered by all of it it was like there's just like so many flashbacks to like your parents meeting the girl you liked or whatever um and like they you knew that they knew that you like liked her but all that you weren't sure what the dynamic was yeah it was just so I felt that I burst laughing when I heard that it was just a very real scream to me. <laughs> I, I I guess this says more about me, but I can't relate. Um, I was the person that initiated the contact and just went, "Hey, Ma, this person is she smart or is she dumb?" Like, <laughs> I, I guess I I could definitely relate because I remember like my first girlfriend like high school where like we would go on dates for like six weeks and i'm still like i don't know if she likes me or not and then like finally she's my girlfriend it's like i was so dumb back then like looking back at it, it's like i totally get it it was like that his his mindset i'm just like i don't know if she likes me like i feel you brother <laughs> i i was getting so mad like when she found the the magazines and he was like it's over i was like you idiot she's gonna think this is sweet you're so stupid you're so stupid <laughs> I was going to say, especially with like her waiting in line uh, to sign her magazine in that one episode, which that was one of my that That was was one of the bits that like first sold me on her as a character, I would say, was just her like putting the magazine over someone else's and then like, you know, all that like that whole bit was just really nice. And 
I, I enjoyed the magazine hiding bit as well, honestly. I thought that that was a nice way to kind of like tie tie it together from the like the start to the end. Jumping off that, I want to mention just one more thing that I hated after the after the first two episodes. Uh, it was when uh, she she went into. Uh, um, after that, and he bought the magazine, and he like the implied masturbation. Oh yeah, that was weird. I don't even know if it's implied. Oh, I think God, it was I a straight that. up. He did it, dude. There was a whatever she called him at night when he was on vacation, and, and she was wearing her pajamas. He says, "I don't even have time to like." Yeah, to, in. yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> that, like I hated that so hated much. That. Like I get it. I don't I like it, it either. It is realistic, but I just don't want to hear about it. Extremely realistic. It, Wait, I, I'm watching this to for escapism. <laughs> because he he did it before when she came over, he's he like looked in the trash can to make sure that the trash can got empty. He's like, oh thank <laughs> God, it doesn't smell it here. It's like, bro, like is that necessary? Like, I I don't know. Like, in the, it's one man, of those my cum like, smells so strong. Yeah, right? like, thank yeah. God, I, I threw away that shit. Yeah, it's not cologne, bro. But like, it's like the, make the joke once, like I get it. Then make the joke five times. It's like, yeah, come on, man. It's the it's the rent a girlfriend where like he has like the garbage can piled with tissues. Like we get it. Like we get it, bro. <laughs> yeah, we we know you're a lonely bastard. There's one thing, though, I love that I want to mention. It's also one of my favorite scenes was when they were waiting to go to the cafe and she was on the bottom step and he was on the taller step. And then he was thinking in his mind, like, it's the gentleman thing to be in front. But I think, like, Yamada really liked the fact that at that point he was taller than her. And so yes. when he, like, goes to step down, she's like, no, 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 no. Like, I like this. Please, please stay up there. I thought that was super cute. I love that. <laughs> She did wear heels, too, and I felt bad for him then, because I was like, poor dude. Like, when they went on their date Christmas Eve, I yeah. was like, oh, no, she's wearing heels. It's like an amateur dating a short guy mistake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> should have worn flats. Uh, <laughs> he should have worn heels. Yeah, he should have worn heels. <laughs> yeah. He should wear he the Ron worn... DeSantis, like, yes. platforms. <laughs> no, nah, he should have worn the fucking Prince shoes. Fucking Prince I don't platforms. know what those are. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> You've fake, never seen the Prince Mina platforms? Fake, fake Minnesotan confirmed. Oh I've, been, I've been to Prince's God. house before. This is your Petey Pablo. No, 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 no. You don't know this who is your Petey Pablo, Pablo is. I've been to Prince's house. Yeah, a little bit of a big little difference there. Wait, Wait, no. Prince no. isn't known for you, his We're talking about the platforms, brother. Like, these are, these are iconic. They're not. Pause. Pause. Kat, you didn't know who Petey Pablo was? No, I didn't. No, he didn't. You're from North Carolina. Exactly. He, yeah, I know. And you didn't even know that he should take his Not shirt even off, pause. Wave Leave it around his head track. like a helicopter. He's a fake Dude. North Carolinian. My fucking my fucking persona in middle school was that I listened to electronic music. Don't fucking come at me. So did I. I, I know who Petey Pablo was. <laughs> I listen Kat to Bass like, Nectar or whoever. Kat was like, I love, I love Dead Malfoy. Yeah, I listened to the, the Dota remix in middle school. Oh, did, that was amazing. Did, have you been to a wedding in your state, Kat? <laughs> no, I haven't. Oh, okay. Every yeah, like, wedding in North Carolina, they pay raise up every single time. It's amazing. I, I, I just don't like going to weddings or 
funerals. Like I, I, love I don't go out. I love funerals. <laughs> <laughs> North Carolina. Anyways, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when my grandma died in North Carolina, we played PD Pop. Oh, it was sick. Uh, it was fucking lit. <laughs> Back to Dangers in My Heart. Hey. How much better would Dangers in My Heart be if they paid PD Pablo during it? If they played Raise Up instead of yeah. that whack ass ED. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I love. I liked the OP a lot. The ED just was not hidden for the me. OP was great. Yeah, true. The OP was great. I'm trying to remember them at all. Nah, they were fine. <laughs> uh, if you can't remember them, then that's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wasn't bad or good. Um, I, do, I do remember, I think, liking the OP, but really, I just, I just can't. Is there any other aspects of the show that we want to get in? You know, like, obviously, the the main part is the two characters and the relationship, right? That's like, Almost ninety percent of the show, I would say. More than that, even. Yeah, I, I did like the the inclusion of uh, Hara, the sort of the bigger girl, and talking yeah. about her. Um, cool. However, I didn't like that the dude basically had like a fat fetish. Like, I wish that he just saw her as a person and not like. I mean, I get it. You like thick girls, it's fine. But like, yeah. it was just one of those things where like I I, I think it could have been addressed in a better way, and sort of just like handling that topic instead of just being like oh yeah i like them big i think he legit says something along those lines i'm just like yeah he does she's really self-conscious about her body and it's cool that you like her for that but i also wish you'd like her for her and i just think they missed the mark on that because like it got brought up like twice two or three times then there was part of it where she said she was like dieting and he said that he liked big like i don't know i think it might have just been like an awkward way for him to say that he was attracted to her and yeah. it was like middle schoolery but like also i i don't disagree with what you're saying you know what i mean yeah. like that's i don't think you're wrong i just think the intent was what you were saying and the execution was maybe a little bit off. Yeah, I just feel like if this was in like a shoujo manga, I think it just like that's the type of I think they would have handled like that scenario better instead of making it comedic, I would say. Because I feel like they were trying to make me laugh when he was talking about her weight. And I don't want I didn't want to laugh at that scenario. Mm-hmm. Yeah, OK, I think that's fair. Yeah, I, I don't necessarily know. I don't know. As someone who's going through Fruits Baskets right now, the amount of physical violence that's present in it between people who are supposed to be romantically involved with each other what? was surprising for me. So yeah. I, I don't know enough about... Um, wait till you get to season two. Can't wait. <laughs> I've never seen Fruits Basket. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, just, yeah. It's, it's just Sundere bullshit. Ah, um, okay. But wait, and, it's escalated. <laughs> um okay pete you said you have more yeah yeah i have a, so this is a strictly it could be serious or fun question because it's announced that it's getting a second season i want to know what else that you want to see in the second season to maybe elevate this more further i think it'd be fun if we got a time skip and ichikawa <laughs> was like six feet tall. <laughs> that is fun <laughs> I uh, one thing that I want to see is I I would definitely want to see more exploration first of all into Yamada's character but we've already covered that but also a little bit more like this is we've seen the first step of recovery when it comes to therapy here and this is like the closest thing that he that he has to therapy right now uh 
I want to see him become not necessarily more popular, but definitely more comfortable in his own skin to the point where he's able to like where he's able to help people and become more of a more uh, where he's where he becomes more friends with the less shitty people in his class uh, like becomes friends with uh with Yamada's friends and becomes friends with people who aren't just trying to get with Yamada or people that aren't just trying to fetishize her like just getting a group of friends that he can be around along with Yamada and just becoming just getting to a point where he's not as socially uh socially anxious I'd love that yeah I pretty much said what I wanted to see so I'll say something I don't want to see I don't want to see that that fuck ass kid who kept asking for the line yes <laughs> uh, with his shitty zoomer haircut and everything like i just honestly i would like to see maybe like a um a little note that he moved away to like <laughs> kaido or something like that like he, he's going work in a lumber camp yeah holy yeah, shit that would be ideal not i don't want anything that bad to happen i just want him to like have some hard labor so he maybe thinks about what he's done wrong that's all <laughs> Okay, really unpopular opinion. What we need, what this needs, love and what triangle. every yeah oh, romance God. show needs, right? You got to get a B plot love triangle going on. Okay, you got Chihiro, you got Moiko, you have them both like I don't know that dude, whoever. It can't be the orange-haired guy because Moiko is like really caught on to him really quick so you need someone else even though chihiro like fell for him like immediately she was like i want must them to introduce like a hose character like hose from uh the last one we watched oh god y- yes yeah in fact him just because he has okay. he has to move just away hose. right because he lost the the bet and so he's not allowed to have any friends in that city anymore um <laughs> and so <laughs> I would love that to happen because the main couple's going to be dating soon, right? Or and so are they? They are, or else I'll drop this multiple points. Yeah, if they're not dating, yes. I, if they aren't dating by like at least the halfway. If they're not dating at the start or the halfway point of the series, I'm dropping this shit. Because yeah, if they were rest, I'm dropping. I think it. that's one thing that I don't want to see. It happens all the time in show and romances. Is right when you think that they're about to do it roadblock childhood friend of random drama it blocks up so they can progress it if you oh my god it drives me crazy that's why i want the love triangle to be the b plot between her like friends and stuff so we can still have the will they won't they energy going on but we get them officially dating do like a kaguya thing right yeah where the main couple starts dating you move on to the b love triangle i like that Mm. yeah that'd be fun I want to see more of Ichikawa and Moeko because I really like uh, Moeko, and I think the I think the hijinks that Moeko could put on Ichikawa would be very very fun. That scene uh, where they walked home together was really funny. That was I, fun. yeah, I enjoyed yeah. that. Uh, so I want to see more of that and Chihiro as well. Just them uh, and Hara. I, I like I like all of all of Yamada's friends. I Solid just friend group. 
yeah, yeah, solid friend group, great people, great bouncing off points uh, with uh, Ichikawa if they ever, like, if they ever play upon that. I just don't want to see any more of the um, any more of the dudes that used to sit beside Ichi- behind Ichikawa. I, I fucking hate all of them. <laughs> I thought they were fine. I don't know. I'm not going to blame the the middle school like kids him, for thinking the hot girl like class was hot. His friend like that. Yeah, yeah, that was Wait, just like. <laughs> Remember yeah, he yeah. his friend and was like, "I wonder if her breasts are larger than yours." Oh, yeah, yeah, that was that was rough. I hated that. <laughs> I did think it was funny when they did like the the hand thing about like to see what kind of sex they're into, and like yeah, that was fun. using <laughs> the foot jobs. <laughs> Moiko then points. googles the test and it's like, oh, that's funny. yeah, yeah, it's funny. I, I yeah, I thought the two groups had like a pretty good dynamic. Honestly, like yeah. the guys were like a bit horny, but like I don't know. They're like freshmen in high school, so yeah, yeah, you know, throw the first stone and all that. Yeah, cat. <laughs> let's get, hear your final thoughts and your score. My final thoughts on this show was this show was a hellscape to watch for during the first two episodes. I hated the first two episodes, and we've already talked about that. Uh, so I'll talk about the rest of the show, where it was amazing. I loved this show. It made me very warm inside, made me very happy. Um, and I think, personally, that the first two episodes, as much as I hated them, were a necessary evil to ease into the rest of the show. I think it was. I think it was something that, if that wasn't there to subvert our expectations and push forward something. And the fact that it can play into something that's even that adds a little bit more to the narrative and can be seen as a very good writing decision. And I think that that's what they were going for. I like, I think that that makes it makes the show and pushes it up that much more. I really, really enjoyed this show and I'm going to give it a nine out of 10. Oh, dang. Okay, and then next up is Jay. And then Pete. I can remember Pete this time. So Jay, go first. <laughs> yeah, um, definitely agree that the show, the first couple episodes, a little bit, there's some moments that are difficult to get through. But I honestly didn't really think that it was that hard for me, probably because I you know, knew that it was going to get better, so it was a little bit easier to soldier on through. I think that the dynamic between the two main characters is really nice. I love the comedy in the show a lot of the time. Uh, there are some really fun gags that don't really linger too long that they that they have at the you know ends of episodes more or less and the ends of scenes. They don't really they don't tend to use comedy as a way to like step on the heartfelt moments. They they separate them nicely, which I appreciate. Um, show is you know animated decent enough, nothing to complain about, uh, but also nothing to write home about. Op was really good. As well as like the general sound design and everything. Overall, I definitely recommend this show if you're into like shonen romance or just like coming of age romance at all. I think you'll enjoy this. And I'm gonna give this an eight out of ten. And Pete. Uh I guess maybe everyone said first few episodes I didn't like, I would have dropped it. Uh the middle was solid. Uh there was some fluff. There were some extra scenes that I didn't really enjoy. A lot of like the extra, you know. Talking about getting boners and masturbating and girls' cup sizes and 
sometimes that gets a little old and like that's not like the writing style that i like uh, i think it can get a little repetitive at sometimes as well uh but uh, yamada was what is one of my favorite girls of this year i thought she was fantastic i loved her dynamic i thought she was super fun she could be serious when she needed to she could be ditzy and goofy and i just thought she was a very overall fantastic character ichikawa i did not like that much until the last episode i thought episode 12 was fantastic i really enjoyed his character i hope we see more of that into season two and with that i would probably raise my rings but with this first season i thought it was i thought it was okay i'm gonna give it a seven okay uh and for my final thoughts uh i enjoyed it i i'm sort of with jay on the first two episodes like it's like a little cringy but also like I don't, I, I guess I disagree with Cat. I don't think it was necessary. I think you could have just made him edgy and like not want to murder her. And so I just chose to like ignore that aspect because I thought it wasn't. Didn't seem plot relevant. Yeah, exactly. And like you know, I was just like I got the general picture that it was trying to be painted and just sort of internalized that and didn't look at the specifics. Um, but I wouldn't blame anyone for not not doing that. I thought their relationship was pleasant. I liked Ichikawa. I thought. He, he was like a like a budget Hachiman, as as Pete said. Um, but he he puts it together a lot quicker than Hachiman. So really, who's the budget? Who? Um, I mean, I would disagree, but <laughs> <laughs> man, I don't know. I watched twelve episodes of this and however many episodes of Origairu, and it, it definitely took Hachiman longer. Oh yeah, it did. I disagree. I think it took him. I think I, it took him roughly around two or three years. I I a hundred percent disagree. I think he figured it out the first season. <laughs> We'll okay. get to that discussion later. Yes, after yes. we watch all of Origairi. Oh, I can't um, I love it. Another important thing about Hachiman is you picked the wrong one. So uh, No, you're wrong about that. Yui Gamama is, is on the table. The correct so. choice is Yui Gamama. Um, anyways, I would score this an 8. So doing some extremely hard math, this averages out to an 8. And so the Mal average is an 8.24. So we're a little bit lower on it than Mal. But... Uh, out in the ballpark especially since there's yeah. only four of us okay so next we'll shoot it over to miles who will tell us what we're watching next week well miles thanks miles what are we watching next week yes so we only had four shows last week so uh in third place we had a tie with blue-eyed samurai and uma Mersame pretty derby legacy point you get one congrats um and then in second place we had the gymnast daddy show yeah. um and in first place, we will be watching Yuri Kuma Ayashi or Lesbian Bear Store, um, which is apparently from the same director as uh, Revolutionary Girl, Utena, Peng- Penguindarium, and Sailor Moon. So Tone Dog will hate this show. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Now, let's go to everyone and see what their nominations are. Wow, I really do miss Pat. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He's the glue that held us together. We just didn't notice. Um, It's a shame that Pat reached for a cuff's gun at a Tom McDonald concert (laughs) at UConn. (laughs) Okay, um, Kat, since I get the benefit of going last because I'm doing this, you get to go first. What oh are we, what do you want to nominate? We we haven't watched this anime, and it's probably not going to win, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to nominate Goblin Slayer. Okay, you're right. It's that, not going to. You win. are 100 <laughs> right. That is not going to win. That might get dead last. 
Can I change probably... my answer? Then I need a second. No, because you we've done this for almost five years, and if you don't come prepared, that's on you. <laughs> You've let me do it before. <laughs> um. Okay, Jay, you're up. So you know it's getting really cold. Most of the areas where the Watch Club lives, whether you're in uh, New England or you know the home of the Vikings or Minnesota, so I decided to not renominate something I've put up before, something that is one of my all-time favorite warm weather sports, it's, and uh, it takes place on a tropical island. I'm going to nominate Suratama, the cute boys doing cute things fishing show. Ooh, Pete Bates. Pete, what would you? Would you like to nominate? If there's one thing that I am, it is a man of the people. I recently ran a YouTube poll to see which show people would vote for for the next Watch Club, and almost 60% of the votes were for Uma Musume Pretty Derby. So who am I to deny the people what they want? I will be nominating Astra, no, Uma Musume Pretty Derby. can't believe I'm going to have to vote for Goblin Slayer. <laughs> I, I would like to change my answer if I can. Sure. What would you like uh, to change to? A Haran Sen. Okay. okay. I would much rather watch a Haran again than re-watch Goblin Slayer. <laughs> or ever watch Goblin Slayer. I think Goblin Slayer legit might be the most boring episode we would ever record. Yeah, you see how we killed the goblin in episode one compared to episode five? That was I really crazy. enjoyed the go- I really enjoyed the goblin slayer's character development. It was just <laughs> yeah, he, he went stays from- true to his will. When tasked with doing something other than killing goblins, he says no. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, I, I feel like what I what I want to do. Is just get Uma Musume out of the way. Or just accept so, it. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay, I gotcha. That's what, yeah. Like I think you meant like putting something like really, okay, I gotcha. No. So you're also nominating Uma Musume. <laughs> so I'm also <laughs> nominating, no, okay, so. We've never done this before. I'm going to shoot an outside shot to try to get Haz back on the show and nominate Cautious Hero. Oh, great, um, great show. And I think it's so funny, but. Uh, I do, I just want to, I just can't deal with Pete every fucking other week being like, I'm doing it for the people. It's Uma Musume. Uma Musume. Why are so- you hating on our fans? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you not want me to be a part of the people? I don't get it. I- <laughs> Why am I hate? Look, the one, Pete, the Pete <laughs> moments before removing his, one of his ribs so he can suck his own dick. I'm doing this for the people. I do it for the people. <laughs> okay um pete you do your thing okay all right we're we're good so we got we got for our shows if you have made this far and you want to support us best way to do so like comment subscribe leave a review on whatever platform you're watching or listening to us on next week i believe we will be doing the winter 2024 preview so we're almost done with 2023 looking forward to what's next for 2024 be interesting we got a few bangers but i think first glance it's going to be an average season but i know people are hyped for solo leveling so we'll check out solo leveling when it gets there otherwise if you're here for watch club we will see you in two weeks for lesbian bear storm no that is the title of the show thank you so much and we will see you next time peace, peace. Bye bye.